continue in prayer. Lord our Father, we cannot take it for granted that we are alive this morning. Lord, we thank you for the gift of life, for the gift of health. Lord, for the gift of fellowship, for the gift of salvation. We thank you, Lord, that even as we come to share your word, I ask that your presence will be with us, will overshadow us. Yes, Lord, that you dispel every darkness, every other thing that's not yours, O oh God. That, Father, you will anoint my lips, anoint my mind, anoint my whole being. The Lord, your word will come out the way you expect it to, as you say, that it never returns to you void. May it accomplish that which your purpose for us this morning. And Lord, may all glory and honor return to you. For we pray by faith, we thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good morning. How are you? Yes, I'm blessed and blessed New Year. I'm deliberately using the word blessed because when it is happy, it's for a season. Yes, happiness is temporal, but blessed new year and blessed new you. Just tell your neighbor, blessed new you. <laughs> blessed new you and blessed new me. And friends, as we recount the blessings of the Lord, I also want to ask us that if there is anybody that we've been holding we could have sorted things with God, but we may not have sorted with somebody. Maybe the person offended us or we offended the person. I ask that we take time that we will purpose to put right with that person, that we will walk in the light because where there is darkness, a blessing will not thrive. Hallelujah. Yes, so let's do that. And myself, I also want to come to you in repentance in case there is any way in which I have offended you, have sinned against you, please, genuinely, I repent. Have mercy on me. Forgive me. And just in case there is someone that has also hurt me in one or the other, I also choose to repent. I mean to release and to forgive that we can walk in the blessings of the Lord. Hallelujah. Welcome to the third day, the first morning glory in 2023. We are blessed to be here, and we are blessed to be in this year. And even as we empathize with those of us that have had challenges in one way or the other, you could have lost a dear one, you could have been sick or still sick, you could be challenged. We want to also encourage ourselves and encourage you that the Lord's mercies are new every morning. He's a God of mercy. He's a God of compassion. He's a God of comfort and encouragement. May he minister to you at your critical point of need. Even as we look at the theme for the month, overcoming through prayer and fasting, I would like to thank God for the brethren that I have shared before. And I pray that even as we share this morning, God will continue to minister to us. And as we share, let me just invite us to reflect upon a farewell party, a farewell session. 
I would imagine that the farewell session or party normally has mixed emotions, right? Yes, the mixture is of joy, but also some sadness or sorrow. And the joy is because this person that you love, you honor, you respect, is going to speak to you perhaps the last time. And you're looking forward to the speech, to being with a person, maybe even be closer, shake a hand, whatever. But the sorrow and sadness also comes of the memory that you may not see this person again, maybe in a long time. And especially when it comes to death, you are sure you're not going to see the person physically. As we look at this, we... Imagine that the disciples, when Jesus was speaking to them just before his arrest, they had similar emotions. And may we keep that in mind as we reflect on the topic, Jesus, our model in overcoming the world. Jesus, our model in overcoming the world. And the scripture we are given is John chapter 16, verse 29 to 33. John 16, 29 to 33. The Bible says in the New Living Translation, then his disciples said, at last you are speaking plainly and not figuratively. Now we understand that you know everything and there is no need to question you. From this, we believe that you came from God. Jesus asked, do you finally believe? But the time is coming, indeed it's here now, when, all, when you will be scattered, each one going his own way, leaving me alone. Yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you'll have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. The word of the Lord. Jesus is our model. A model, an example to follow an example for us to imitate as we go through this world of trials and temptations, he overcame and we will overcome. The world in this sense is not necessarily just the physical appearances and things, but it is more to do with the spiritual forces, the devil's domain, his agents, the sin, and all the evil systems that are opposed to the will and the kingdom of God. That which is opposed to God is what we are looking at as the world. And brethren, we know that Jesus was both 100% God, but 100% human. Yes, they are strategies he used to overcome the world. And he offered this to the disciples then, and he also offers them to us today. 
So because he overcame, we are overcomers. Hallelujah. Apostle John is one of those uh, writers who gives a detailed account depicting the power of Jesus Christ as the Son of God, the great I am, the one who gives eternal life, the one who is God himself. And as we read, the disciples were able to now understand, oh, Jesus is speaking so plainly the farewell speech. You know, it was clear to them that he came from God and that he is God and he has power, the power to overcome. And Jesus himself, just like the early disciples and ourselves today, encountered different challenges. You know, he suffered, he was betrayed, he was arrested, he was beaten, he died. But praise the Lord, he rose again. Hallelujah. Jesus rose again. And to me, that is the greatest victory. He has power over sin. He has power over death. Whatever your situation, my brother, my sister, I encourage us that we look to Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. And when we look specifically at chapter 16 of John, we see a very important portion, a portion that is encouraging us about victory. And Jesus was encouraging his disciples in verse 1 that I have told you these things so that you won't abandon your faith. I have told you these things so that you do not abandon your faith. We are talking about overcoming the world and the world is opposed to God and you and me who are in God, we have our faith in God and that faith is what we need to keep growing, keep going, so that we do not fall back. Let us look at some of the ways in which we can overcome the world using Jesus Christ or through him as our model. And as we look at overcoming, certainly it means there is a fight, there is a contention, there is a battle, and there is suffering, there is persecution. There are all sorts of experiences. But again, Jesus mentions in John chapter 15, verses 18 and 20. John 15, 18 and 20. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. Do you remember what I told you? A slave is not greater than the master. Since they persecuted me, naturally, they will persecute you. And if they had listened to me, they would listen to you. My brothers and sisters, our Lord Jesus Christ suffered. He was persecuted. He was hated. So if you are being hated, it's just part and part of the package of being a follower of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I know we want to, you know, rejoice in every breakthrough, but before a breakthrough, there is some battle, there is some fight, there is a contention, and indeed the Lord will give us the breakthrough. So when the, all those things happen, we know that amidst these constant fights, 
the Lord Jesus Christ gave a great assurance of victory over the world in John 16, verse 33. Uh, let's just look at it together, if we can read it together. Uh, Tim, uh, sound, if you can project it. John 16, 33. That we can together affirm this that Jesus mentioned. We can read together, friends. I have told you this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows. But take heart because I have overcome the world. Let's give a hand of praise to the Lord. Amidst all the struggles, amidst all the challenges, our master, our role model is encouraging us that we need to take heart. Why? Because he himself has overcome. And because he overcame, you and me are overcomers. Actually, scripture tells us that we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. He loved us and still loves us, and he gives us victory. He knows what we go through. Scripture says he was tempted in every way just as we are, and yet he was without sin. So what is that that you are experiencing? Are you being challenged at your workplace because you are refusing to change certain figures? Are you being hated because you are refusing to give bribes? Are you perhaps also being hated because you are refusing to give in to sexual advances? I want to tell you, whatever the challenge, whatever the situation, you could be given names. I've heard of people who are called Pope, you are called a bishop, an archbishop, just because you are refusing to bend. But those are good names, isn't it? They are good titles. Yes, if we had the opportunity, you would love to be there. But sometimes we are even named, you know, daughter-in-law to the Virgin Mary because you are married to Jesus. You are refusing to give in to evil. And as a student, some of us have been students as adults, but we also know that they are students at the rightful age, the young people. There are challenges of getting the rightful marks simply because you are not giving in to certain things, certain uh, desires from maybe your lecturer, your supervisor, or whatever. I want to tell you, I have experienced it as well, even as an adult. But, praise be to God, even when there were undermarkings and whatever it is, the Lord helped me, I passed very well. Praise the name of the Lord. So, whatever situation you're going through, my brother, my sister, I want to encourage you, just surrender to God. He is able to do much more than you can ask or even imagine. Yes, Jesus overcame, so he's our model in overcoming the world. Secondly, because he's our model, we must believe in him. We must be born again. We must follow him consistently in order to overcome. I would like to just remind us of Jesus himself saying that without me, you can do nothing. 
He is the model. And just like you look at an alien, a stranger, in my language, you would say, umurende. <laughs> that might be very hard. If you might click, maybe not. But what is it in your language? An alien. Omugwila. Hmm? Omufuruchi. Whoever, that person who is not very close, you know, you're looking at them with different, you know, perceptions. This person is not entitled to, you know, inheritance, to property, to things of the family if they do not belong to this family. So we cannot claim the victory from Christ if we do not belong to his household of faith. Amen. So for us to be able to overcome, Scripture says in John, 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 to 5, 1 John 5, 4 to 5. For every child of God defeats this evil world, and we achieve this victory through our faith. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. My brother, my sister, if you have not yet accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have an opportunity you may also have accepted him, but for one reason or the other, you could have fallen off. Please come back. Renew your commitment to him because you can only have victory in him as your model because you are in him. You could be going through different challenges, struggles. Uh, brother mentioned about witchcraft. Surely witchcraft is real. There are many things that could be going around you. You could be involved in an idolatry. You could be involved in one sin or the other, but I want to encourage you that you cannot get out of this bondage. It is only Jesus Christ who overcame that can release you, and he is here today. He's able to help you in your finances, in your academics, in your health, in your marriage, in your parenting, in every situation. And if you doubt, I want to challenge you to remember the signs of Skeva. Memories of the signs of Skeva in the Bible? Acts chapter 19. The Bible says God gave power to Paul and he was preaching the gospel and healing the sick. But even handkerchiefs and aprons could be put on his body and it would heal the sick. And so there were these sons of Skeva who thought, well, we can be smart. And they thought... They are going to drive out demons in the name of Jesus Christ, whom Paul preaches. But they had an encounter. And the demon asked them, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you? And friends, verse 16 says, Then the man with the evil spirit leaped on them, overpowered them, and attacked them with such violence that they fled from the house naked and battered. Yes, we need victory, but we must have the victor, the model Jesus Christ, for us to be able to enjoy the victory over the world. Hallelujah. Thirdly, God gives us his Holy Spirit, the advocate, 
to guide us as believers in all truth and to give us the power to overcome the world. The Holy Spirit is with us and what we see in John chapter 16 verse 13, the Bible says, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what has, he has heard. He will tell you about the future. The future about your life, the future about ministry, the different struggles that you go through. And let's just compare this with the Holy Spirit upon Jesus Christ, our model in overcoming the world. We remember vividly in the Gospel of Matthew that Jesus Christ was led into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil, but he was full of the Holy Spirit. He was led by the Holy Spirit, and in his 40 days of prayer and fasting, afterwards, the devil comes to him, tempting him with all sorts of temptations. But Jesus Christ had the Holy Spirit upon him, and he was able to overcome every situation, every temptation. I know we are in the days of prayer and fasting. Thank God there are 40 days too. It may not be as easy, and in not in our own strength can we manage to go the 40 days, but we can do it by the Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. The Bible says it's not by power, it's not by might, but by the Spirit of God. Sometimes the devil attacks us and we become forgetful. You know, you wanted to fast, but somehow you find it is not possible. Sometimes we are sick and we find it difficult. But there could also just be business. Some of us are so busy and we can give excuses not to pray and fast. But I know some people, they know that their offices are quite busy. So for them, what they do is, yes, they try to pray, but they devote the weekends when they are available. They can have time to pray and fast. Because it's also not helpful for you to go without food. Actually, that is a hunger strike. If you're not praying, it does not make that much sense. So you can choose what is possible for you. And indeed, with God's help, you can manage and overcome. Praise the name of the Lord. Related to the temptations of Jesus and being led by the Spirit to overcome, he also used the Word of God. Every temptation the devil brought to him, Jesus said, it is written. It is written. It is written. Do we know the Word of God enough for us to respond that it is written? We need to know the Word of God so that we can say, yes, even when I'm hungry, the Scriptures say, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Hallelujah. The word of God is real. The word of God is powerful. The word of God is empowering. And as Jesus kept using the word of God, the Bible declares that they will finally flee from him. Let's be encouraged, my brethren, as we use the word of God in overcoming the world. We will resist the devil and he will flee from us. Fifthly, we need to pray in the name of Jesus, the name that gives us victory. Jesus himself mentioned to the disciples in John 16, 22 to 24, he's telling them to pray in his name, asking the Father for anything 
in his name and it will be given to them so that the joy will be full. We need to pray in the name of Jesus. I know sometimes we pray and we think, oh, we pray, 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 but if we do not effectively use the name of Jesus, our prayers are null and void. We know there is power in the name of Jesus. And let me just share this, that as a Christian counselor and minister, I encounter many different situations and I have prayed to God and I keep praying that the person I encounter, I commend them to God. God, who is a wonderful counselor, is the one to be able to counsel them, to minister to them and meet them at their points of need. And I want to testify to the glory of God that God is very faithful, friends. I have worked before in a, uh, an organization that deals with people living with HIV, AIDS, and the challenges. So counseling and, you know, deliverance are part and parcel. But even at this place where there are so many people of all categories, I've asked God and I have seen him work. I know that I cannot, as a matter of confidentiality, display each and every detail. But some of the things that I have seen God do is I hardly have repeat sessions with a client. Hallelujah. Why? Because I have invited the wonderful counselor. I have prayed for them in the name of Jesus. And God has delivered them. Many cases, some people disappear. You don't know what has happened to them. But the next time you hear about them, oh, God has touched me. God healed me. I met one time a drunkard, an addict. This person was torn, was smelly, was, you know, beaten. We prayed. I led him to salvation. And I tell you, friends, I saw him the next time. I was not even not recognizing he's the one. This person had been transformed. God had delivered him. I have seen marriages restored. I have seen people get children and countless other miracles. So let's use the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And yes, we apply the blood of Jesus and also testify about God, what he has already done, so that we are encouraged. We know in Revelation chapter 12, verses 10 to 11, where the Bible says, Then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens, It has come at last, salvation and power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down to earth, the one who accuses them before God day and night. Verse 11. And they defeated him by the blood of the Lamb and by their testimony. And they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. There is power in the blood of Jesus. There is power in our confession. So I choose to confess positively and encourage us that we'll be positive. Looking at what God has already done will encourage us to deal with the anxieties of the moment. Knowing that God who did whatever he did at the past, he is able to do it today and he will do it tomorrow. Hallelujah. 
So as we conclude, let's remember that Jesus is our model. He overcame himself, and so we can overcome the world and all the evil schemes. We need to be born again and maintain a relationship with him. We need to rely on the power of the Holy Spirit, study and apply the word of God. We need to continuously pray and fast, and we need to apply the blood of Jesus Christ as we testify that he, the Lord our God, the Lord Jesus Christ, our role model, will help us. Praise the name of the Lord. Let us just pray, reflecting on our own lives. How are things? How are we in relationship with Jesus Christ? Is our relationship right? Is it broken? Is it questionable? Come to Jesus. Return to the Lord and he'll give you the victory. But also, if there is any situation in your life that needs overcoming, that needs victory, just surrender it to God, even as we begin this year. Could you be challenged in prayer? Could you be challenged in study of the Word of God? Could you be challenged in your relationship at work with other people, with your family members? Could you be challenged to fast and pray? Surrender it to God. We used to sing a chorus. And I encourage, if you remember or you know it, you can sing with me. We shall overcome. We shall overcome. We shall overcome someday. that be an encouragement to you that we will overcome you will overcome and you have overcome because Christ is the victory, Christ is our role model, Father in the name of Jesus I thank you for your word and I pray that indeed you'll give us the victory through Christ our Lord, may you remind us that because he overcame we overcome and we are more than conquerors Lord I pray for a brother or sister who may not have known you as Lord and Savior, may you challenge them to come to you this morning. They could be online, they could be listening to the message later on, but I pray that your power, your Holy Spirit, you convict of sin, of righteousness and judgment, that Lord, we shall come back to you. We shall renew our commitment to you. We shall walk with you. And Lord, we shall enjoy the victory. And Lord, may you minister to each one of us at our points of need. The struggles that we are going through, my Father, we overcome by the blood of Jesus and by the word of our testimony. May you be exalted and be glorified, Lord, as you minister to each one of us and give us victory through the mighty and wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 God bless you. Amen. Amen. Amen.